Joining us right now to add to that conversation is Pastor Corey Brooks. Pastor Brooks, first off, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show. I greatly appreciate it. Well, we appreciate the work you do, and I know that as a man of faith, it was very difficult, needless to say, to be exposed to that video and, and see loss of life. Yeah, it was. You know, anytime uh, anyone is shot and killed, it's an unfortunate situation. It's a very sad situation, and it's definitely something that we should not have to witness uh, on videos. Can you tell me what you saw in that video? Uh, you know, obviously being a longtime Chicagoan, uh, someone who's involved in their community, you've been in, uh, around and consoled and been a part of other uh, shootings, tragedies, officer-involved things. What did you see? Well, I saw an act that, that a, a police pursuit, like everyone else, uh, I saw an individual who was told several times to stop but did not stop. Uh, then the video shows what apparently looks like a gun being thrown. Um, then a young man turning around with his hands up uh, and then getting shot. I mean, I think that's the thing that everyone has uh, uh, was able to see. Um, Pastor Brooks, do you think people, though, are, sh are people struggling a little bit after seeing this video? Maybe they, yeah. they had yeah, a... People are, yeah, people are struggling. You know, first of all, I think we have to have a difficult conversation that we really don't want to have. But let's do it. Uh, in Chicago, we're experiencing young men carrying guns illegally, and that's a major problem. I think people are forgetting that this young man is thir was 13 years old, and it's very unfortunate. I I my heart goes out for his family. I, I, I know that pain. I've been around families who have children to be shot and killed. So it it's a very serious pain. It, it hurts tremendous none of us can even understand it but at the same time uh we have to start talking about there is a problem in our streets with young men carrying guns and we have to do something about it and if we don't not only are they going to continue to shoot themselves but they're going to continue to put the police in danger and they're going to continue to put themselves in danger pastor brooks do you think one of that's one of the reasons why and i would say thankfully we didn't see large-scale protests, things getting out of hand. Is it because a lot of people watch that video and are conflicted by it and maybe can put themselves on both sides, can put themselves on the side of the kid, put themselves on the side of a cop and say, I don't know what I would have done in that situation? Well, I, I think that may be some of the cause, but don't, br don't breathe yet. Uh, yes, sir. I think, uh, I think the possibility and the potential for people rioting and looting and uh, – being in the streets is still very high and it's still there. There are a lot of people in the community, especially in the Hispanic community, who are, are really upset. And I think that needs to be paid attention to because um, it, it's not something that's just going to go away quietly. And we haven't even started the summer yet. And um, we're, we're definitely going to be faced with some more uh, tough acts and some more things uh, as the summer approaches. He's Pastor Corey Brooks we're talking to right now uh, from the New Beginnings Church and also Project Hood uh, right over there in, in Woodlawn. And we really appreciate when you can come on and add some perspective, maybe uh, come at some of these things from a, from a different angle. And you touched on something. T we talked to T.O. Hardiman earlier. He touched on Gary McCarthy said this. When are we going to talk more about gangs? When are we going to talk more about them recruiting children? Six, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and I say this respectfully, Adam Toledo's hardly the youngest kid who's been running around with a gun, maybe, in some of these neighborhoods. 
And how are you able to address this, Pastor Brooks? I, I mean, what practically can be done? I want to know. Well, one, we have to build relationships with uh, shooters and those who have the potential to shoot and be shot. If we don't start forging relationships with them, trying to give them alternatives and options uh, to that type of lifestyle, then we're never going to see the tide turn. We have to get involved in these individuals' lives. you got to remember, a lot of these young men are without fathers. That's, that's a fact. And because they're not without fathers, they're, 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 they're lacking guidance, they're lacking direction, and they're being recruited by older individuals. And so we have to get them before they do, and we have to make a path for them to be successful. And we have to take time out of our schedules and mentor them, and it has to become a problem that all of us are really, really concerned about. And yet, in this uh, case, uh, the Toledo family, anyway, they really were making a point that he came from kind of a close-knit family, right? Lived with his mom, his dad was in his life, grandfather lived at home, brothers and sisters. I mean, so there's a case where it seems like maybe he had a a relatively stable home and yet was still out on the street at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, the fact that we still have these, we do have some stable homes, but these stable homes are environments that are conducive to crime. All around them, this young man, I guarantee you, has young friends and uh, who are involved in gang activity, possibly, and who are involved with having to carry a gun for whatever reason. And the truth of the matter is that at the end of the day, he was with an older individual who should have been able to guide him and direct him in a more positive light, not hand him a gun or give him a gun to do something um, that, that, that we don't need. Mm-hmm. But there here we have this young man with an older man carrying a gun and that's the type of uh environment that we're living in in the south side of chicago and the west side of chicago in these impoverished areas so although he may have had a stable home i would almost guarantee you uh without knowing the facts my own opinion the environment in which he's in is conducive to those type of activities. He's Pastor uh, Corey Brooks of New Beginnings Church, the, f- the founder of, of the church. Pastor Brooks, I've been involved previously in some, I'll call it gang intervention, gang mitigation programs, uh, talking to young kids about that gang life. And it strikes me that, and you just mentioned, there are certain neighborhoods out there. How do we get through to these kids? Because that gang life, is not not only does it look attractive and exciting, it can be lucrative. What is the what is the solution? What is the option B that we can offer these kids? Well, we have to have organizations like ours, Project Hood, who get involved in the community at a grassroots level. There are a lot of people who are out here who claim to be uh, non for profits that are doing work, and they're not. They don't have the measurables. They're not producing. We need to find these grassroots organizations that are working, and we need to invest in them to do more work to build capacity. Not just these non-for-profits, but as a pastor, I must say that churches have to step up, and we have to get involved in young people's lives. And and if there ever was a time that, that youth ministries ought to become more prevalent, uh, this would be that time. Pastor Brooks, appreciate your time. Thank you so very much. All right, bless you, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, uh, listen, I and I, I, I appreciate having it, uh, the diff- different perspectives yeah. and hearing from different parts of the community. I, I, I don't disagree with anything Pastor Brooks said. I do think it's a high bar. Well, and I just I, I, think I, feel, I feel so defeated, though, when I hear him say, and it's I believe it, that we need to do a better job, and, you know, with the... But if the family 
If his own family can't keep him off the streets, how am I as a citizen of, you know, the Chicago area going to help keep get him off the streets? You know what I'm saying? Why? Well, you know, and I look at this from from those people that would dismiss or throw away the lives of a 13 year old and say he deserved it being out at two in the morning or whatever. Okay, okay fine. You, yeah. you can think that way. I'm, I'm not at that point. I, I don't I don't believe in that. But even if you do think that this could have turned the other direction and we could be talking about an officer who was shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Like, I care about all the parties involved. Yeah. I, I, I care about the situation we're putting yeah. police officers or the general public. We hear about innocent people being shot all the time, as well as the person who's carrying a gun or the person in the gang. It's not just them that gets hurt. It's like arguing drunk drivers only hurt themselves. No, they run into innocent people also. Yeah. You know, they, they, they cause problems for all of us as a society. Yeah. And maybe we haven't acknowledged the point that it's more than just these damn gangbangers and kids. It's there just, are innocent people that yeah. are put in the in harm's way as well.